years of comedy to deflect from our insecurities has made us hilarious to listen to. We unpack what life looks like after purposely putting ourselves in the background for so long. Join us as we experience life as the funny fat friend. Quality content every week about life, family, relationships, dating, and more. All right. Welcome, you guys. So I am here with my good friend, Michaela. Um, And like you heard, we are the Funny Fat Friend Podcast. So um, this is kind of our episode before an episode um, of what even is a funny fat friend. Um, So if you're not like Michaela and I um, and didn't grow up this way, you might not quite understand. So we're going to give you a little insight to it. So on this episode, we will explain what a funny fat friend is why it's a tried and true character in media, and how it's affected us. So, um, I guess let's just get started. Michaela, what do you think of when you think funny fat friend, besides thinking of yourself? Oh gosh, so like, my go-to is like, movies, like all, you see them in movies all the time, like that second character, or even like, the person that I like tried to be after in life is Melissa McCarthy. She's funny and she's always been heavier set. And so like I I as a funny fat friend decided I wanted to be like Melissa McCarthy in that way. And I love her. People love her. And she eventually became the main character in her life. Yeah, that that's kind of a good example. Um mine's a little different, um, and is not a girl, but <laughs> you know the fat kid in um Kim Possible who is like really smart and always like solve their problems like he wasn't ron and he wasn't kim but he was like that chunky wade kid. yeah wade yeah. i can never remember his name uh, and how terrible his name is wade it sounds like weight and he's fat that oh anyways that's kind of who i modeled myself after like um i was never going to be the most athletic um i was never going to be the prettiest but i could be the smartest um so at a very young age i was like look i've already been put into this like subcategory of people um so i'm going to be smart with it um so not necessarily like i didn't go the funny route of trying to own it i went it as like the people pleaser problem solver um and as an adult i still very much suffer from that so um it's just amazing how you know our weight and media's portrayal can kind of bring us to that place you know, like. Oh yeah, do you remember watching That's So Raven growing up? That yeah, one episode yeah. where she went to like model and stuff like that, and they took her picture, and it was in a magazine, but it was literally just her head on a thinner model's body. Like, yeah, the yeah. Times, like that episode, like resonated with me and stuff like that because, like, in media in particular, like that's all we saw were skinny models and even like mannequins in the store and stuff yeah no oh yeah and and talk about growing up in the early 2000s um you know like when we were very vulnerable to body image and stuff and seeing people like nicole richie being called fat nicole richie probably at her heaviest weighed 120 pounds soaking wet and she was five five like there was no ounce of fat on her body she just wasn't stick thin like Paris Hilton so she was always being you know like 
pitted against them. And then later on in our teenage years, like Khloe Kardashian and just the like the pure like crap she got for being bigger than her sisters and when she, was she wasn't yeah like the only thing about her is she was a little tall um and maybe she again she wasn't like turned to the side and you lose her thing she just she was just average and so just just all of that um i guess but like has warped into this like funny fat friend character of like they're always the second one or they're always the one who saves the day with an asterisk because they're not actually doing anything even if it's just their mind or whatever so the media is always portraying it kind of as um less than and along those lines is using um you know using the comedy of it as a scapegoat so Michaela have you ever been guilty of that oh all the time like growing up like the guys that I would have a crush on in school would always like my thinner friends and I would like make jokes and play it off like that and stuff like that and like make it not a big deal even though it was because my feelings were being hurt oh yeah or or kind of like forcing yourself into this mentality of being like one of the guys yeah over, over like being comfortable with being somebody that they could want even is like no I'm just one of the guys I'm not you know something to worry about ha 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 type thing and like just those defense mechanisms that we pulled up from a very young age so like we've been saying media plays a huge role in this so um Michaela identified Melissa McCarthy as one like you know that that's a real person not a character um mine Wade from Kim Possible which is kind of funny because it was a cartoon um but what about like some just tried and true characters that you know we think everyone our age ish would know what's one um anybody in their like 20s and late teens probably knows about the movie the duff that came out oh, yeah. years ago like that's literally about the designated ugly fat friend and yeah. that's what i was in school and i'm sure a lot of us were or at least that's how we felt and stuff like that and so like that movie like really like i resonated with so much when it came out mm-hmm. and stuff like that I haven't had the ending that it had, but, like, it's just so crazy to think that, like, that's actually a real thing. Oh, yeah. And and how, you know, and how often now looking back, like, the people, because plot twist, I am not friends with anybody that I was friends with in high school. Um, I've grown up a lot since high school. I also moved 1,800 miles away from where I went to high school, so that'll kind of, you know kill friendships out um but i look at the people i was friends with and i'm like no you just kept me around because i made you look better like in a like (laughs) no offense to if anyone is listening who's friends with me in high school but um they didn't really bring anything else to the table they weren't super smart they weren't super good at anything they did but at least they weren't as fat as scarlet like you know that that kind of like mentality with it and and that just sucks like it just gives you this like really like 
big chip on your shoulder um, that you end up eating because you're emotional and you're eating. So, um, yeah. I can definitely relate to that more so in like college, my freshman year of college. I became friends with these three girls who I'm no longer friends with. Um, but yeah, I was like that person that, oh, like, I look cuter standing next to Michaela. Like, guys are going to want me more when they see me next to Michaela because she's fat and ugly and all this kind of stuff. And it's not a fun feeling, as you know. Oh, no. And stuff. And it, there's trauma, like, real trauma with that. Oh, for sure. And and I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, it just got your feelings hurt. Well, like, yeah, but that doesn't mean the trauma is any less real. Of course, Michaela and I do not think that way. And Michaela's never, you know, showed me to think that way. But there's been people that I'm like, well, yeah, like, it sucked being bullied for being fat. And they're like, well, just stop eating. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but, but also, <laughs> but also, like, you don't have to be mean to me about it. Like, why are you mad that I'm fat? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or are they, like, just say something like, oh, stop eating, and then it automatically, like, happens. Things don't work that way. Like, it's a process and a progress. Like, yeah. you can't just stop. Habits are formed. Habits are harder to break than they are to form. Yeah, and, and if you guys want the science of weight loss and all of that, if you have questions, I've got a whole nother podcast for you. I won't plug that here, but uh, like I've done the research. I am into fitness, like full hardcore, but I'm still fat, so whatever. Um, but for me, um, so I didn't watch The Duff until I was much older, probably because my mom knew it was going to screw me over so well, i was almost going to say the f word but that's not going to it's not going to be that kind of podcast um my mom knew it was going to screw me over so she never like it's not like she could stop me from watching it i was a teenager but she was just like hey probably don't want to watch that and like thanks mom i didn't want to watch it because i watched it when i was older and it still stung um but the biggest one for me is hannah from pretty little liars um i don't know Pretty Little Liars is a huge show for me. Yeah, I've um, seen it. Yeah, and I'm in the process of rewatching it with my teenager right now. Um, and they like call Hannah hefty Hannah and like oink at her and stuff. And again, she probably weighs 140 pounds. Like she's yeah. not fat. And they put like these god awful big t shirts on her and like flowy moo moos to like show that she's fat and she's wearing a two piece bathing or like a one piece bathing suit instead of a two piece and they're like hoo, 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 hefty hannah and i'm like no wonder i always felt for hannah except hannah wasn't fat i was actually fat when i was a freshman in high school and watching this like i was hefty she was not but it's just like this this gross media portrayal of people that like you know and then kids 15 16 are watching this and they're like oh my god i don't want to be hefty hannah like i was sorry you about that go for so it. you were talking about like how the kids and stuff were calling her hefty hannah and stuff when i was in middle school i was actually invited to a party like as you know like all middle school parties like parents were there we played like um yard games and like heads next stuff but the girls that i went to middle school with were so cruel that um they basically had one of the boys like hang around with me all night to make sure I wouldn't eat all the snacks. Oh my God. Yeah. 
that it's happened awful. to me. Okay, at, like, I'm twelve. After after this podcast, Michaela, I'm gonna want you to text me their names, um, a rough estimate of what they look like, and I'm going to cyber bully them. Because, like I tell my children, you can't cyber I do not bully condone cyberbullying. Yeah, no. I tell my children, I don't condone cyberbullying unless you're me. Then I condone it. I will do it. I will cyberbully <laughs> some bitches. I mean, some people. Dang it, I said it wasn't going to be that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's, and that's just, that's terrible. I don't have anything like like that bad but I remember being a sophomore so I was like the only friend of mine or the only kid really in my whole town that had an in-ground swimming pool um and we had like a we have my parents have a huge swimming pool it's a crazy huge um and so we always had pool parties at my house and so like I was always invited because they were at my house so duh um and I remember (laughs) I would hope so yeah if they had their way probably I wouldn't have been but um I remember being in the deep end um, and I got like this like cute swimsuit from like Lane Bryant teen. So it wasn't that cute, but like whatever. Um, they upped their stuff. Yeah. But in 2011, they didn't. So <laughs> I was um, sitting there and then like we were talking about how much somebody weighed because they were like, oh, oh, this girl I twirled with, her name was not important i'll leave it out but she only weighed like 80 pounds when we were a sophomore like she was trying to get to be over 100 pounds and we were really good friends and it was very like a huge juxtaposition so they're like oh peyton only weighs mm, crap they're like oh she only weighs like 85 pounds and i'm like oh well i weigh like 185 and i just remember this like senior boy turned and looked at me and he's like there's no way you weigh 185 pounds because i do and I'm not fat like that. And I was like, was he taller than you? Yeah, like six, four. He was like a foot taller than me. Dude, height plays a huge difference. In exactly. Six, four instead of five, four. I would look so different. Yeah. And, and here's how I know. Well, one, I just know that height makes a difference. But I weigh 20 pounds more than my fiance. And my fiance's tiny compared to me. Because he is 6'4", and I am 5'5". Five five. So, yeah, in that 11 inches, it's distributed a little differently. Also, jeans play a huge role. Everything plays a huge role. Again, I'm not going to get into the science of it because that's not this kind of podcast. But, you know, and, and now at, you know, almost 25, I wish I could go back to 15-year-old me and be like, one, punch him in the face. Two, go tell your dad because your dad will kick him out. Three, don't swim away like sad because you do weigh 185 pounds. And in 10 years, you're going to be working to get back to that. So (laughs) don't feel bad about yourself. Um, But again, it was like that media portrayal coming back to me where I was just like, you know, they're right. Like all these people they say are fat are smaller than me. So I must be a whale. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Even today, plus size models today do not weigh as much as I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I wear between an 18 and 20 jeans, give or take the brand, because we all know women's jeans suck at sizing, regardless of what, how skinny or heavy you are. Jean sizing sucks. That's another story. But, um, like, it's crazy. Like, 
plus size women, they say like a size 12 to like a size 16 is a plus size model. I'm sorry, but if you're going to like actually do the correct demographic, have somebody that looks like me and you in the clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and the average, and it's so crazy because the average American woman, woman now is a size 14. So Mm -hmm. at my smallest, when I was running, when I was the most effective and the most fit that I've been as an adult, I was a size 10. I was by no means small. I mean, I'm, I'm small for me. I'm I'm about your range, Michaela. I I wear 22 in jeans now, but that's because I like my jeans to where I don't have to unbutton them. So if I actually um, wore, I do want to point out that Scarlett has lost so much weight in the last several years. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. so proud of her, and she's so amazing, and she's continuing on that journey. Um, yeah, I I got the fitness bug at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess at my biggest, I was wearing. I couldn't wear jeans. Um, so the fact that I can wear jeans now is cool, but it's just crazy to think that plus size models were the size I wanted to be. And they're still considered plus size, you know, and, and I was running upper of 35 miles a week. Super healthy was great, like labs on my blood. Um, and just that, you know, and again, I mean, still in 2021, you know, 10, 15 years after you and I were coming of age, you know, as young teenagers, we're still doing this, like to people, like we're still portraying that funny fat friend, and sizing and all of that. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, we you still see it in movies today. Like, how many times does you do you have the like female lead be a plus size or heavier set woman? There is literally never one. There's one movie that I can think of and it was purposely made and it was a joke. It was that that rom-com movie with Rebel Wilson and um, Liam Hemsworth where it was about the funny fat friend being the lead character and getting her romance story. I can't remember the name of it right now. Well, and it wasn't even and it wasn't even that popular because neither one of us can remember the name off the top of our head. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and it was, and it was like, like a joke. yeah and so. and I think of like again because I'm a big runner um Brittany runs a marathon which is on Amazon uh prime but it was also like a major movie um you know she's bigger and she sets off to run the New York City marathon does it it's really cool but again she's not even that big like she's not that big of a like you know she's the main character but she herself is not big so um it's just crazy. Um, and we've kind of touched on how it affects us, but um, three big things that I want to touch on on this intro episode um, is our hesitancy around relationships. Um, so we're going to talk a lot about relationships as this podcast goes. Um, episode one is actually all about relationships, but um, how has that affected you, Michaela? I mean, I know personally you and I have talked about this a lot, but... <laughs> Um, well, you know a lot about my dating life. Um, so I do not have like a long-term partner or anything like that. Like I am dating, like I'm trying to meet someone who can hopefully be a long-term partner and stuff like that. So I'm stuck in that like dating app stage of my life and it's rough. So what about you? 
Um, well, I am engaged um, and have been with the same guy for three and a half years. Um, and we just got engaged over Thanksgiving, so about two-ish months now. Um, but he started dating me when I was at my heaviest, like my heavy heaviest. I had only been getting healthy for two months when we met. Um, so I guess it wasn't my heaviest. I'd already lost like 24 pounds, but, um, I was still in the three hundreds, like firmly in the three hundreds when we met, um, met him on a dating app, all of that. Um, and there was so much pushback from like people I would have considered friends, um, at that time that they were like, well, how can he like you? Um, basically saying like, you're fat. Like, why would you like someone you telling me all this? Cause it yeah. wasn't like, you weren't that far into like being into a new state. Like you'd been there for like a couple of years mm-hmm. and like stuff like that, but you were still like, you had just switched like jobs, I think, or you were finishing yeah. up a job and stuff like that and like you're still in a transitional part of your life and stuff so yeah I know I definitely remember that and like it was so awful to hear that those people were saying those things and stuff like that like your weight doesn't matter when it comes to love yeah yeah and the and the same people who were saying that were the same people when the person I was with previously to him um was like super mentally and physically abusive Um, they were like, well, he's doing you a favor by being with you. Um, so I kind of walked into this relationship with a lot of like hesitancy about how he could like me. Um, also cool thing about my fiance is he's also lost a ton of weight. Um, so he knows kind of where I'm coming from, but of course, as from the male perspective. Um, so yeah, I guess, I mean, I still have that hesitancy now and we're engaged and we live together and we're raising kids together. Like, I should have none of that hesitancy, but it's just the, just, just like kind of how it, you know, how it gets into our bones, I guess, would be the right way of saying it. Like, this is just who we are. So the other one um, is nervous. Oh, I mean, I guess this all kind of goes into the relationship is being nervous about people's real intentions. So do you struggle with that, Michaela? All the time. And it's not even just in dating. Like, it's in other aspects of my life, too. It's at work. Like, there was this job I had in college. I traveled with one of the sporting teams um, to away games and stuff like that because I did some, like, admin stuff for them. And I would have – I would text, like – the players to see what time like the bus would leave and stuff like that or they would text me the time but I would always have to double check with the coach because I felt like the players would were like leaving me out and like telling me the wrong time so I'd like miss the bus stuff and we were all the same age and stuff like that and we like some of us hung out outside I had no reason to like think that they were gonna lie to me and they never did I just felt like I was gonna be left out or like somebody's gonna play a joke on me, and that comes from actually being played jokes on as a kid growing up as the funny fat kid and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think I think the same. Like with like with friendships, it's a big thing, and people don't realize that. Um, so Michaela and I met. We worked together for a summer um, for an organization that shall not be named, and I am saying that like it's Voldemort because yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, but one of my really close friends who I still am very close with to this day worked with me um, at my place. Um, and I saw her all the time and she never once and never has since um, ever commented on my like size or anything. It was just like, well, that's like how I am. Um, and I think the that was the first time in my entire life that someone who, um, because this this woman is very tiny and small and cute and athletic and stuff. Um, she was the first person to look like that, that, uh, yeah, that never commented on my size. Actually, both of the girls that I worked with that summer never did. They were just kind of like, whatever. Like they never like, I don't know. Cause in high school, sometimes people would be like, well, you might not want to come because I don't know if you can keep up with us. Um, or I don't know, like if you'll fit into this type thing and they never were like that. They both were like, yeah, let's go hike up this mountain on a Saturday morning. Like, sure. We'll take extra breaks if you need to. Like, um, it was just so freeing, but like, since then I've never experienced that again, like, because people tend to take fat to mean you're also lazy. So like, I feel like I overwork myself because I don't want to seem lazy. Like, I want to be like, no, I can lift this and run up here and run here and walk here and do this and do that because you don't want to be perceived as, you know, fat and lazy. Like, if you're going to have to be perceived as one, might as well be just perceived as fat, not lazy. Do you ever, like, feel awkward or uncomfortable when, like, you have to take a break, but they, but the other people in your, like, group don't need to take a break? Oh, yeah. And then you, like, feel like you're holding up the line Oh, yeah. And I think and I think one of the reasons I got so into fitness was because I wanted to know that my body wasn't going to hold me back. Like I wanted to be able to, you know, run upstairs and run downstairs and, you know, all of that. Like I think it was I don't think (laughs) now I'm in it for such a different reason, but I don't think I got into it for the right reasons, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, like I totally like I. And that person where I like I I love to go hiking and do all that kind of stuff myself, but I don't like to go with other people because I don't want to be the reason why it takes longer for them to do something or they have to stop and stuff like that. And like there have been a couple instances in my life, one that summer and then one after that summer back in Wisconsin. Um, I was with some I'll talk about that one. I was with some friends. We were at a beach and this beach we were at. There's like you have to go pretty much down a cliff to get to the beach from the road. And so you could either take the like long, like walking wheelchair path that zigzags down to the beach, or you can take the stairs. And as we all know, the stairs going down is a lot easier than the stairs going up and they're steep stairs. And so on the way up, it was me, one of my friends who was a girl. And then this guy that I liked at the time, we were all hanging out. Um, and they're like, oh, let's take the stairs. And I was like, okay, because I didn't want to be that person that was like, um, can we actually like take the easier way and stuff? So I huffed and puffed up those stairs, but like I needed a break and it felt so awkward and made me so uncomfortable to have to like take a break on those stairs, especially when I was with a guy that I was interested in at the time. It didn't work out. Spoiler alert. He is now married. 
and live somewhere completely different than I do. But like, it was just so uncomfortable for me. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just not gonna do this anymore. So like when I go on hikes, I either go with my sister, who I love her to death, but I don't care what she says about me. Like, it doesn't matter because I know she loves me and stuff. Um, or I go by myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was just our intro episode. So if you like what you hear, um, if you resonate with any of this, um, if anybody in your life resonates with this, share this far and wide with your friends, with your family, with your enemies, with your frenemies, with your work people. Um, maybe not just with people Michaela and I work with, that would be good. Um, but if you, if this like hit a chord, totally keep listening. Um, Michaela and I both are pretty busy, but we've committed 2022 to try to make this work. So we are going to be giving you an episode a week for all of 2022 and hopefully beyond if you guys want it. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening for now. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye.